Hello, good evening, people. My listeners, God bless you, old and new. I love you all. And well, there's something happening. I am actually making, well, maybe lunch or dinner. I don't know, but I'm making something in the kitchen while I'm recording this. And yes, don't worry, there's no gas on because it's not advisable to have your gas on while you are your gas on while you're on the phone or vice versa so yeah people today is the final episode in our tribute to sylvester oromoni jr now sylvester oromoni jr is a student of Dowen international school 12 year old student whom they killed as a result of bullying if you're just tuning in to us that's the news making waves right now yes the school has been shut down but it's not enough there are many Sylvester's out there. Many of us have been Sylvester's in our time. And today I'm going to be sharing the story of a dear friend and someone who has trusted me with his story. His is not bullying in secondary school, yeah? He was in the university. I He has said no names. So I am going to respect that wish and will not give his name. But I am going to always use John Doe. Yeah, that's the name of an unknown identity amongst us. So I can use the name John Doe and then you understand who I'm talking about. Okay, so John Doe goes into university, yeah? John Doe is tall, he's fair, like the sunlight, he's handsome. He looks amazing and he looks so dashing, yeah? Everybody wants to be friends with this year one medical student. And John Doe had his life planned out already you know rich parents so after that he was going to manchester you know to father and to be even more powerful academically yeah in medicine and so many things were actually going into place yeah so john doe who happens to be our character for today was in school and university of benin that was the school he attended this young man Many years ago, was in class at some point, and some young men just approached him, and he said, "Our boss would like to see you." Of course, you're not in the firm, yeah, so you're not expecting to hear our boss would like to see you. He was expecting to hear a lecturer or a HOD would like to see you or a dean would like to see you, but he was hearing our boss. And being the fact that I mean, John Doe, rich kid, yeah, kind of spoiled, <laughs> yeah, so. He just said, who is that? Two seconds later, this guy is uh, roughing him up on campus and taking him to where their bus is. And the bus was seated. He saw a young man of, you know, crazy disposition and some kind of setting he has never seen in his life. These people, first of all, Tied him up in a building, yeah? And they said, this is just to introduce the bus. This is not even yet a blending. That's what they call it, blending. That's bullying and courtesy for you people. That was a Sylvester at some point. And parents actually are murders and fathers to those cultists at that time, yeah? And then he said at night, he had chants, music beaten, heavy, like his heart was racing. There was so much fire in his head. 
and then hit. Then he heard footsteps coming to the room and took him out. He could feel the breeze on his skin. And while this was going on, he just said he had blindfolds on. So he only worked with his sense of feeling at some point. That was all he had to go by. John Joe stood as they asked him to stand. And he said he began to chant. Then he knelt as they nudged him to kneel. As their chant continued. My people. John Doe was there and then a knife. He knew it was a knife. Because I mean. It went right through his skin. And just brushed his chest. Then they said. That's a marker. While they did this. They got him really, 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 really hurt. Then his blood. While he was bleeding, I'll tell you what happened to his blood. His blindfold was taken off. Then they took his blood while it gushed out in trinkets. They took it and they gave it to the capo in his cup. And he drank. And he said, welcome, my brother. Welcome, my brother, was what he heard. Welcome, my brother. Welcome to the fold. And they welcomed him into the fold. But what happens next? While he was being welcomed to the fold, a mark was put on his head. And he said, I did not bargain for this. And... The lady stepped forward, carrying a sword. Right there and then, she marked him and said, You're mine. How can a human being belong to another human being, even if it's a marriage? We are partners to people, not properties of people. Not even slaves should even exist. But all she said was, You're mine. And he was confused as to the dream he was in, because in his head, he was in a dream. But that dream was seeming too real. The plane was real. He could feel it. Then one more person brought a calabash of a stinking liquid. Fed it to his mouth and said, drink. And he said, what is that? And he said, they explained to him that, oh, <laughs> that's the spittle. Of a chameleon. How do you even get a chameleon to spit? How do you get a chameleon to spit? But the people shot it. They knew what they wanted. They went for it. And they got it. That was the cock crew had done. The one that identified his pain. Where they left him on the cold floor. And he kept going until he fully woke up. Because he couldn't remember anything else after drinking that. Then waking up and seeing a lot of people, students, looking at him. And this was not even happening on campus, according to him. So when he woke up and by the time he found his way back to his hostel, he was really off. Way off. People don't woke him up and said, oh, really? John, you don't join. And he's like, I don't understand. I didn't join. And he said, don't worry. There's no excuse. 
the new hair joint. I kept trying to explain to them that this is not something I want. But you know, it happened, yeah? That was exactly what they did to Sylvester Romani. That was exactly what they did to Junior. That's exactly what they did to this 12-year-old at Darwin. Giving him something to drink. Beating him up to a pulp. But we're happy he called the names of those people because they've been arranged. Because their parents may have just been too wealthy and they wanted to fly them out. I don't care. Nigeria is against you. The blood of Sylvester Romani is against you. We all are against you out there. I want to take this stand to apologize to anybody out there whom I may have bullied in any way without knowing I was bullying you. Now you can also bully people without even knowing. I want us all to take time to go and apologize. Let's make things right. Let's make it right with people if we've hurt them because we are surely hurting people out there without even knowing we're doing that. Some of us think, oh, we're just playing now, but we're actually hurting people. But let's take this time to have 30 seconds silence from now for Sylvester Romani Jr. May the soul of Sylvester Romani Jr. rest in the bosom of the Lord and in perfect peace. Amen. God bless you people. This ends our series on him, but it doesn't end our fight for him. And for all those out there who are still going through this. Let's wake up Nigerians. Let's wake up Lagosians. Let's wake up Westerners, Southerners, Easterners and Northerners. Let's wake up Abuja people. Let's wake up Niger State. Let's wake up Enugu State. I love you all. Queen BC signing out. Have a lovely weekend. Much love. God bless you. Remember, you are amazing. Don't let anybody bully you. In any form, fight. Stand up. Get away from that situation. And talk to somebody. Trust one person enough for that. I love you.